I'm ready. All right. No more Shadow Hill talk, people. Strictly Barovian talk now. Big Barovia. Well, Little Barovia is acceptable, but no. We're not in Little Barovia anymore, so that is unacceptable. We're well, not. I mean, you can still talk about Toto, it. Toto, I don't think we're in Little Barovia I don't anymore. want to talk about it. That's in the past. Yeah. <laughs> All right. That's good. Uh, hey, welcome back to Total Party Kill. I'm Tony Sindelart, your Dungeon Master. Members, thank you for watching our member stream or listening to the bootleg of our member stream. Uh, hi, we Mom. Wanna... Yeah. Hi, Erica's mom. Hello. That. <laughs> That makes it seem like that was the voice of Erica's mom. That was not. Oh, wow. It does. <laughs> Erica's mom is playing an NPC. I am not going to introduce that person until later. It's a that mystery. That would be awesome. Erica's but... mom is playing Micah Sargent, who is playing. <laughs> too many, Too many levels deep. Um, yeah. But let me just, let's just all say a special thank you to our members who are supporting us. And Hello, I members. guess we did pick up even a few new members uh, who wanted to listen to the stream or the bootlegs thereof. Thank you. Uh, just a reminder, if you signed up as an incomparable member, maybe a good time to go log into the members interface and check which podcast you're supporting. And maybe you want Total Party Kill to be one of those. I'm not going to tell you how to live your life. Do whatever you want. Um, but we are here today to play Dungeons and Dragons. I am your Dungeon Master, Tony Sindelar. And joining me are an assortment of people, characters, players. All right, hold on. Let me look at all the of the all of the above. Yes. yes. <laughs> uh, I will introduce them in uh, initiative order because that's not foreboding at all. Um, let me start off with uh, uh, a good friend of mine who comes from a land of sirens. It's Jane Ritt. Hi, Jane. Hello. I set many fires. <laughs> uh, and Jane, you are playing Lena Dulina Tenebrew a human rogue with a chip on her shoulder. Indeed, what a chip. And speaking of chips, he's not technically a robot. It's uh, the character being played by my associate, Dan Morin. Hello, I am playing cast in Onatar's Crucible, otherwise known as Crucible, which is the same thing, only shorter. From far across to the, uh, to the West Coast, it is Aline Sims, hi Aline. Hey, I am, as ever, Emra Soliana um, and her companion, Mastiff Androdite. From the, I don't know, something Canada? From Canada. <laughs> it's Fair. Canada. It's only going to get worse from here, people. Uh, it's Tuesday night. Woo! Tuesday night. Tuesday night. It's Erica Ensign. Hi, Erica. Hello. Yes, I am coming to you from Canada, and I am also playing Broldish, a dwarven paladin who has a pony named Pony Sindelarnt that mm. currently has a, a young girl riding on it. Mm -hmm. And from back on the West Coast, last but not least, it's Micah Sargent. Hi, Micah. Hi, I rolled a 16, but that's okay because I was late to the party. Uh, my name, you already said it, but my character is a half-elf druid, and his name is Elevore. I like the energy that we're bringing this today. It makes me feel almost like I'm, I know what's going on. Um, Scattered and manic. I that think is that's the energy. You know what? I'm that's leaning into brand. it. It's a whole yeah. mood, yeah, as yeah, the yeah, kids yeah. say. Into it. <laughs> Previously on Dungeons and Dragons Total Party Kill Dog and Pony Show Curse of Strahd, 
we're still working on so many colons in that that's a it's a good name some of those were semicolons one of them was a dash i'm not going to tell you which one um you found yourself once again in the land of barovia big barovia uh you quickly (laughs) embroiled yourselves in local politics at the barovian level little barovia uh you buried an ex-mayor you pledged to help a uh a, a woman escape from the devil you got some advice from a priest as you do tuesday nights and we killed his son and you killed a vampire, presumably the Formally only vampire seven. in all of Barovia. Wait, Everything wait, else can we seven. add this to the list, Tony? There's no vampires in Barovia? <laughs> I did not canon. say that. Freshly. Freshly. Not canon. Excuse me. Not canon. Uh, clearly, there is evidence of at least one vampire in Barovia. So there are vampires in Barovia. Maybe they're all dead, but there are vampires in Barovia. I think they're all undead. Yeah. Thank you. You were you got there before I did. Um, but yes, can we can we have a quick re- recap? Uh, there are five things canonically that there are not in Barovia. Uh, can each of you give me one? Uh, here we'll do it in this order. Erica, what do you got? Uh, clocks. There are no clocks in Barovia. Aline. Beer. There's no beer in Barovia. Micah. Ants. There are no ants in Barovia. Dan? Chads. <laughs> there are no chads in Barovia, and the streets are paved with tea. There are no chads in Barovia, so set your mind at ease. That's a traditional Barovian song. I uh, I think I heard Spurious. There yeah. are songs. <laughs> you know what? Dan Warren thought, I will, get, uh, I will get Tony to run this campaign. That means we will be free of this horrible bard character that no one likes, that the listeners despise almost as much as Dan despises. But the, the secret is, Dan, I'm always Barty. Oh, no. Um, <laughs> I'm always Barty, baby. All right. I did not say that. Micah, can I you heard mean, it. Can you... <laughs> I forget where I was in my list. I think I already Jane. said Micah. Micah said yeah. no hands. Jane, you, you got one last. There are no, there are no something in Barovia for us. I, I've already forgotten. Vampire? Nope. No. <laughs> Jane, Jane, you should know this one. Jane, this is right up your alley. Some place that you might once have potentially put your uh, your one of your degrees to use. Oh, libraries. There are no public libraries in Barovia. That one seems unnecessarily specific, and yet it's true. Are Lots you implying I don't have a degree in vampires? <laughs> <laughs> How dare I, you? I think you have a business in vampires. <laughs> yes. Is vampires your passion? Join LinkedIn. Um, <laughs> I, I don't know how social media works. Um, it's pretty much like that, yeah. Oh, all right. So, uh, yeah, you have escaped slash left Barovia in search of a better life. Presumably, it is now just one happy-go-lucky uh, road trip uh, montage with, you know, getting to know Irina and just kicking back because you killed the only vampire in Barovia. So... How are things going? Uh, Answer questions such as that. It's <laughs> <laughs> right now. <laughs> Hi, everybody. What's I'm, up? I'm very tired and also very caffeinated, and yes. I'm, I'm leaning into it. Um, yeah, we're uh, so you have departed Barovia. Uh, your destination, I believe, is the town of Velaki. Nope. Uh, no, the, no, we're going to the Vistani encampment. You were going to stop at the Vistani encampment on and the way. And then we were going to turn around and go back, go back. Yeah. to Little Barovia. Because we, we are no dummies. 
Yeah, we're told if we go all the way to Velaki that it's going to be uh, overnight. Overnight, and we're not. Ah, uh, okay. Uh, I may have done the math on how long it takes to get places, um, and have more accurate information for you than gotcha. I last session. Well, if However, we think that we can make it there before nightfall, then that might yeah, be and it also it will also depend on how much time we end up spending at this encampment. I mean, if we just like settle in and have a good long chit chat, then we might not have time to make it the rest of the way, yeah. and we would turn around and go back to Little Barovia, or we could just buzz them and just like run by. <laughs> yeah, or if everybody in this encampment super sucks, then we're just in and out of there real fast. I yeah. just, I think I'm just gonna warn you. I think like people don't take kindly to people running through their campsites just like hey do not, <laughs> that's, do like, not, that's weird to me yeah do not buzz the vasani that's just it's rude words to live by okay right. I'm, I'm from here so i mean <laughs> if you want to tell me how to interact with uh I, always, I, for, I forgot that lena delina is the consummate townie of bro yeah no, and and i'm sure that as we're traveling she is just walking in stony silence making no effort to talk to anybody or Reldish is making lots of effort to talk to Lena. One word answers. <laughs> <laughs> what might that sound like? So what? what's your favorite weapon to use? Swords. Cool. What kind of swords? <laughs> These. <laughs> what kind of swords are those? Short swords. <laughs> no. Uh, oh, congratulations. I, I, you got her to use two words. That is not yeah. easy. <laughs> Listen, I just, I don't know what there is to say. You're outsiders. You've seen what it's like here. What is there to talk about? But perhaps with time, we could become insiders. Mm. I don't All of know us. if I want to become an insider Together. here. No, no offense, Lena. I do not blame you. And if there is a way to get back wherever you came from, I wish that you're able to find it, but... I've never well, heard of such a thing. If, yeah, is if that more about us getting away from you? Or <laughs> is that like, are you, you genuinely just out? sort of care about what's happening with us uh, folks? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> okay, all of the above. Got it. Yeah. Got it. And as you are walking uh, through the dark and, you know, it's stormy daylight. night. No, it's it's a it's 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 still it's late morning here in uh, the Barovian countryside. But the Barovian countryside is still a kind of dark and gloomy place. There's always this kind of mist fog rolling about. The sky is overcast and the woods are foreboding. Uh, now, Imra, you are a ranger, correct? I am. And I am. My the forest is my favorite terrain. Would you say that... you have a favorite terrain? <laughs> maybe, maybe mm. I do like the forest. Mm. You know, the the Svalich Woods is probably not the best forest you've been into. Perhaps it's <laughs> possibly the worst. It's All, better but than it's, those caves. Yes, but it still it still meets the definition of forest. So when you are traveling as a ranger across the favored terrain, uh, what benefits does that entitle you or your party members to? Just, so just out of curiosity. When traveling, <laughs> no reason. When traveling for an hour or more, difficult terrain does not slow our travel. Oh. We cannot become lost except by magical means. Uh, we remain alert to danger even if we are engaged in another activity. We can move stealthily at a normal 
oh, I can move stealthily. (laughs) Sorry, y'all. And we find as much, twice as much food while foraging, while tracking creatures. I can learn the exact number, sizes, and how long ago they passed through the area. Okay. Uh, Well, that's all very helpful information because as you are moving along, you are, you know, people are chatting to the extent Lena Delina will allow it. And but it sounds like you are not distracted at all by those those interactions, Imra. Uh, and I'm going to say uh, that you and I, I'm going to say you kind of collectively for you slash Androdite. You can decide which is which is Imbra versus which is Androdite. Uh, I'm going to say you notice out of the corner of your eyes, it looks like uh, there's some some tracks, uh, animal tracks. Uh, crossing the road ahead of you. You are following a pretty, um, you know, it's pretty clear-cut uh, dirt road that uh, kind of winds through uh, the, the, the Svalich woods. So it's pretty clear uh, which way the road goes. It would be hard to get lost unless you were being rather careless or left the road. But yeah, there's some animal tracks right ahead of you. So, hey, y'all, there are some animal tracks here. Do we want to figure out what's going on with that? Or maybe you don't care. Um, uh, I can to know learn the exact kind of number, size, and how long ago they passed okay. through. Wow. Um, do I just tell you that now, or do you roll something that tells us the it degree? Doesn't, it doesn't say it's a roll. It says, okay. while tracking creatures, you learn the exact number, sizes, and how long ago. So it doesn't. it's not a perception All right. check. Uh, okay. Uh, can you give me those questions one at a time, and I will answer them for you. Uh, how, how many creatures are there? Uh, I, you know, more than four. Exact number of creatures. <laughs> <laughs> you learn the exact number. Um, Four and I'm a half. Gonna that, <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say that you find the tracks of five four-legged creatures that seem to have crossed the road here. Okay, and how large are they? Uh, large. And how long ago did they pass through? Uh, minutes. Oh my. Okay, so there were just five big creatures who came through here. Do we know what kind of creatures? I'm surprised, honestly, that that didn't come up higher than exact number. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm not a ranger. Five dogs? Yeah. I guess would that be the number nature? size and how long ago. So I would have oh. been dishonest. Give me a, give me a nature check. Like I rolled crabs. a 15. Five horseshoe crabs across <laughs> the road here. <laughs> Whoa, I want to go no, see. No, no, no. 15. Uh, I'm going to tell you, uh, these seem... Uh, you think that they are either wolves or dire wolves? Oh, oh dear! What do we know about wolves? If we continue past, do they like stalk people? I don't know much. I don't know about very much about nature. They're very so. clingy. Well, I can roll a nature check as well. Mm-hmm. What with my nature persuasion, being a druid. Uh, twenty-four. Wow, that's really good. I forget, uh, Micah. Are you the? You're an animal druid as opposed to plant druids. I am an animal druid. Okay. Every now and then, I like tell a plant druid, like you must, you must know all about animals, and they get like really insulted. Oh, it's like wow. telling any <laughs> like a sci- oh, you're a scientist. Yes, you're a scientist. <laughs> you must know all about must know. rocks, astrology. Well, you know, if they were a TV scientist, they would know all about all science. <laughs> that's <laughs> very true. But I'm um, the uh, animal druid. I am indeed a druid. Uh, oh, okay. Uh, so you would know um, about wolves. Uh, there are a variety of types of wolves out there. Uh, gray wolves are your kind of common wolf. Uh, dire wolves are basically the most metal of wolves. Mm-hmm. Um, they're wolves, but like extra big, sometimes extra spiky. 
sometimes extra mean. Lots uh, of and, and they um they tend to travel in packs. Spiky? Um, yeah, sometimes they have like things jutting out of their backs. Oh, okay. That's how you know they're dire. Yeah, that the the basically, you know sounds dire. The in the monsters manual, they're like, okay, take every animal and then like put a bunch of like stegosaurus plates on its back. Now it's a dire version. Now it's dire. Yeah. So, it's a phase that they all go yeah. through, like teenage years, like those wolves are like, yeah. yeah, look, mom, I got a bunch of plates on my back. Yeah, you know, in college, you're either Shadowfell or you're Dire for like six weeks just to see how it works. So, yeah. Yeah. Lena unsheathes her swords. <laughs> uh, Irina is, looks around nervously. She is riding uh, Honey Sentinelard. <laughs> uh, uh... I, I, I don't know what sort of bond you have with that beast, but if the wolves are to attack us, it might become spooked and run off. Do you have some way of preventing that or does he have some sort of halter we can hold um I, I could just tell pony to stick around or i could tell pony to run and take arena away from the battle mm. i don't we think it a, would be uh, too wise to separate her from the rest of us just in case yeah you're probably right we have a we have a mental bond we can we can chat over distance that's weird but <laughs> convenient as long as as long as pony's within a mile um <laughs> i won't uh does Pony Sindelar communicate with you, or is it kind of a one-way street? Uh, no, we can communicate with each other. I'm just wondering what he has to talk about. <laughs> you know, like, well, it's your character. I mean, you can establish Pony Sindelar's hopes and dreams. That's so, true. Yeah. Uh, well, you know, I don't want to establish too much because I'm like, it, it's quite possible that Pony's just going to die, and I'm going to have to. Uh, no, Pony. please, please invest heavily in this one. <laughs> 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 you know. Does he like music? <laughs> Yes, jazz. Mm. Pony, Pony, Ooh. and I disagree on that point. Actually, okay. <laughs> as you're discussing jazz with Pony Sindelar, the wolves close in. <laughs> <laughs> Shoot, <laughs> ain't that just as, the way? All mm-hmm. right. So I believe you already have initiative. The question is, in roll twenty, do I have it set up so that you can see your initiative or not? I had to re-enter it because I of changing maps. Yeah. I have to uh, re-enter it because of changing maps. Okay, but it won't let me. I go. said that I wouldn't remember it, but it was a crit, so I did. <laughs> <laughs> well nice. played, well played, Jane. Yeah. Um, Aline, does does Androdite get an initiative, or Androdite just moves on your initiative? I think she just does with goes with mine. Okay. And does one of you want to uh, roll initiative for um, Irina? Who's I believe... the best initiative modifier? I believe I did. Uh, I did provide you with a. Oh yeah, you did, Arena. didn't you? Yeah. I don't recall what the initial is. <laughs> let me find that. Um, let me see. Let's open up the Slack app, which is horrible. Let's say Wolf 7. I Today's episode five. brought to you by Slack. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Uh, uh, is that just the Dex mod? Yes. Okay, oh, it's one. Plus one. <laughs> there you go. Wait, these hit points look edited. I don't know how I feel. I don't know how I feel about Wolf Seven. I, I mean, I think I liked Wolves One through Six a lot better. Well, Damn, see, but if you don't see Wolf Three, then you're lost after that. Mm. Mm. So, did someone roll for Irina? My favorite nope, band is we, Three we, Wolf Knight. I'll do it. I, okay. I rolled a. S- oh, okay, good. Mine fell off the table, so I rolled a yours. seven. So hers would be eight. Eight. Good. Right. So I have you all listed twice in the initiative order. Surely oh. I won't mess that up later. Uh, I only see us once. I only see us once That's as well. 
That's because I see everything across every map, and I know uh, what I'm doing. <laughs> or do I? Oh All right. Uh, so uh, you suddenly see uh, kind of creeping through uh, the underbrush uh, from pretty much every direction uh, several wolves that are coming toward you. They do appear to be dire wolves. They are big, uh, bigger than normal wolves, scarier than normal wolves, because we are in Barovia. Barovia. Hey. Uh, chain rattle, chain rattle. Wait, chain no. rattle, chain rattle. Well, mm, eh, depends possible on chain rattle, possible chain yeah. rattle. Are, um, yes. are there more than five? Um, you don't, I'm going to say right now you see, you see five. Okay. Uh, I bet there are two hanging around somewhere. There's no way to know. I'm going to guess that Lena actually gets to go before me since I think her dexterity is almost certainly much better than mine. She is a pretty good dexterity. Yeah. Being a rogue. Yeah. 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 So I'm going to say uh, Lena can go before Crucible and decide what she wants to do. Okay. All right. Um, um, so Lena, you are first up in the order. Lena wants to stab a wolf. I do you believe. see? So just checking. All of you see I do five. Declare five wolves coming out of the woods kind of in all directions around you yep 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 all right i see some wolves um are you gonna smush them all weird these no i have perfectly sized these wolves in advance at first when i dragged them in they were not sized properly and they were all squished and i was like you guys are gonna make fun of my chunky wolves and so i so i changed them because i will not be made fun i will not have my chunky wolves made fun of on the stream so there take that so there ha (laughs) yes um so lena I, thought winning, is... I thought winning would feel different <laughs> <laughs> lena is going to use her insightful fighting to make an insight check against a creature that she can see which is wolf four okay what does that give you <laughs> um it gives you tony confusion yeah well, I'm just like... so it is a um contested against their deception and basically if i succeed i can use sneak attack uh okay is deception related to uh is that just their charisma probably Unless probably wolves yeah. have a deception a trained in deception. <laughs> they, they do not they do not they are trained in stealth and perception um, yeah yeah well that wolf just got a uh 13 deception which is not bad for a wolf i feel like yeah, pretty good deception for a wolf yeah I'm proud of that wolf, but is it good enough to beat Lena? Gotcha. Well, he tried. It, it is not. Okay. Um, so she's going to. I mean, it's, um, it's just a wolf. So. Correct. Yes. Wow. Um, <laughs> you're not going to get one over on me. Yeah. <laughs> Normal wolf. Well, dire wolf. Dire wolf. Yeah. Thank you. Okay. Didn't he went to? <laughs> yeah. Hey, he went to dire school for you know. <laughs> Um, and then she is going to attack him with her sh- short sword. So that will be a 17. That will stab a wolf with one of your swords that is short. That is one of yes. your favorite weapons. Yes. I remember that. Yeah, it's true. That's that's canonical. Um, okay, that is 10 damage, but because... I can see his weaknesses. Um, I also get sneak attack, um, which Outlined is for you. Yes. Um, and that is and so nineteen damage. Ouch! You have dealt nineteen damage to Wolf Number Four. Yeah, I see his weakness, and I stab him in it. 
Uh, what is Wolf Number Four's weakness? <laughs> uh, he has like uh, an old wound from a previous fight, and I'm just mm-hmm. like, right all right, there. yeah, he's got like a big part where some other on his shoulder, a previous wolf had like chewed on him a little bit, and you, yeah, he got uppity right in the wolf chew. All yes, right, Lena, right you all there. set? Uh, yes. Crucible, good news. There's wolves all around you. Uh, Crucible strides forward and he unsheathes. He's got what's called a, a yikelwa, which is like a spear. You're just making stuff up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like a, it's got a long, a long blade on like a short haft. So it's a close mm-hmm. range weapon. So he unsheathes that, says something, and the tip of it just like bursts into flame. That's really oh. cool. Uh, and then he Impressive. strides over to join Lena and attempts to stab the crap out of the same wolf. See how that goes. Whoop. He gets a he got a uh, fifteen, I think. Is that good? Fifteen. Uh, a fifteen will hit a dire wolf. Uh, cool. So that's gonna do a total of. Uh, I'm still trying to figure out how some of this works. Uh, so he gets ten plus he gets an additional d six worth of damage. From this thing being on fire, which is uh, so a total of 14, uh, 15. Technically, his uh, his thing is magic right now. Uh, and that wolf is on fire and will take what? fire damage at the beginning of its next Holy turn. Holy moly. And I will, wolf. so I will tell you, uh, though, the wolf, there are many wolves uh, like that. They, they uh, and they looked confident. Uh, this one particular wolf is in a really bad place. Yeah. It's <laughs> called being stabbed a lot and on fire. I'm just looking for the most on fire looking logo to put icon to put on this wolf on the map. I thought um, you were going to say the most on fire looking wolf. And I was no. like, wow, there are a lot of icons. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So that wolf is on fire. Dan, how much will you'll roll for fire damage on that wolf's turn? Is that what's yes, going to happen? Basically. And then it gets a chance to save and try to put itself. All right. Each turn. Good news. It's that wolf's turn because it's all the wolf's turn. Let's Having start with Firewolf. Cons- he'll take, uh, he'll take a start of a turn. It makes a Constitution saving throw. All right. Uh, I it, I failed. Okay. It was a TC well. The was, wolf failed. DC was a fourteen. Um, <laughs> it takes an additional D six fire damage. This could be important for this wolf. Five damage. That wolf is dead. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. You did stab it multiple times and then set it on fire. <laughs> so I would like to point out that a dire wolf, I think, is a very scary creature. I think wolves are scary, almost as scary as statues. But uh, yeah, I don't know. Those other wolves are going to have to pull their weight. Speaking or of, maybe they'll just run away. Lena gives of, you a nod over the burning wolf corpse. Speaking of, <laughs> Chris will speaking of wolves, the wolves close in. Um, let's see. Who will they murder? Um, oh my! Nobody. Mm. No one's getting murdered today. Um, all right, four wolves close in. Um, Imra, the uh, Imra and Elvor. There are two wolves going right for you. Uh, they are going to get uh, a advantage on this because of their pack tactics. Sorry, just getting more dice. No, no reason. Don't like the sound of that. Too many. No, no, no. It's all good. So, Imra, this is one wolf attack coming on you. Uh, that is a 21 to hit. Yeah. Um, oh, wow. So you are going to take 10 piercing damage. 
Elevor, a wolf comes right for you. This is probably feels kind of insulting given your animal inclinations. Mm -hmm. uh, that is a 24. Uh, 10 piercing damage. No. Roldish. Um, that is a 19. Wow. Does a 19 hit Roldish? I forget. Yeah. Okay. It does. 10 piercing damage. Okay, and exactly. last but not least, uh, Lena Dulina. Uh, that is a very low roll. That's a 10. No. Mm -mm. All right. That wolf had a little bit of a hesitation in its step because it saw you burn another wolf. <laughs> so these wolves, I'm already feeling good about that. Like that vampire only, I only got one hit in. So the, the answer is don't bring one vampire, bring five or more wolves. Did um, we, did we stop and like take a short rest and use hit dice and stuff after killing that guy's son? I don't know. I don't. I'm not sure. I if don't you did. recall. I don't I, think we did. I don't think you did. Hey, I think that sounds like something feeling. a smart group of people would have done. Welcome yep. to Barovia, the place where wolves kill you. Um, speaking of getting killed by wolves, Elvor, it's your turn. Hey, that was rude, wolf. Wolves. Um, <laughs> it's it's, it's, it's not biting you. Like I know, not. Like, I just want to be clear. It's it's wolves. It's not like a goose geese situation. It's just. <laughs> just <laughs> hey, wolves! That was really rude of you. <laughs> Um, let's see what No, happens. the plural, it's like moose. The plural is just woose. Uh, <laughs> hmm. These are the jokes. They don't get better than this. Sorry. Um, I am going to cast Animal Friendship at second level. This spell lets you convince a beast that you mean it no harm. Choose a beast that you can see within range. So I will choose wolf three. Yep, I was just uh, waiting to see the numbers on these wolves. <laughs> it must see and hear you. If the beast's intelligence is four or higher, I hope to God that's not the case, the spell fails. Otherwise, the beast must succeed on a wisdom saving throw of 14 or be charmed by you for the spell's duration. If you or one of your companions harms the target, the spell ends. Now, since I'm casting it at a second level, I can also choose one additional beast, which would be Wolf 8. Mm. So please roll Wisdom Saving Throw and do not beat 14. Thank you. That's assuming the wolf's ah, intelligence That's assuming is... the wolf's is... Uh, I'm just... Now, I will tell you, it's, it, dire you know, wolves. dire wolves. Uh, oh, you know, do we, do we know anything about the intelligence of various animals? Like, uh... uh I mean, I don't know how... We will in a moment. Well, yeah, yeah but exactly. like, Roldish, do you know anything about the intelligence of Pony Sindelar, for example? I don't know how... I do, because Pony Sindelar is magical. Pony Sindelar has an intelligence of... Uh, Sindelar has an intelligence of six. Thank you. Of six. <laughs> but that's the intelligence of a magic but, Yeah, he's a magic pony. horse. Uh, yeah. Pony. Not a horse. Small horse. Nope, different. Nope. Um, mm -hmm. Yep. <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> Tune in for my new podcast, Pony or Not. Um right. so it's only one episode. Um so I will tell you, a dire wolf has an intelligence that is less than four. Yes! Tony! Yes. Okay. Roll that but, beautiful bean footage. Though it has minus four to intelligence, it has plus one wisdom because it's been around. Um so I forget what number that you wolf said. Has seen things. You have to uh, that wolf rolled a five on wisdom. Which Yay! I don't remember Loves what number you. you said, Micah, but I know it was less than. It was. It was, or it was yeah, more than five. Was, yeah, All right, so that was wolf. So wolf three is your friend now. Wolf three uh, is my friend. Wolf eight is doing the same thing. Yes. 
Wolf eight also same intelligence. Just so we're clear, I made I decided to uh, make all the wolves the same intelligence. Oh, okay, cool. You didn't, do you have individual backstories about each of the wolves? Uh, yes, but you will never know them because you're killing them, except for these two that are your friends. Yeah, exactly. Uh, this the second wolf rolled an eight, uh, which is also, also not does great. Not beat. These wolves were great at attacking and doing piercing damage to you. They were not great at overcoming friendship. Um, I lost my so D20. Overcome friendship. Now, Micah, you're going to need to specify what friendship means because in D&D, there are lots of levels of charm, right? There are things that it's like would die for you versus knows your name and would like to would accept a recommendation about where to go eat dinner. Um, um, well, not here. Dinner, not here. Check uh page 212 a charmed creature cannot attack the charmer or target the charmer with harmful abilities or magical effects the charmer has advantage on any ability check to interact socially with the creature so if you invite it to tea you've got advantage yeah you could try and also animal handling which i have but the wolves so so the wolves are convinced that elevore is their friend right but that necessarily the charm does not extend to the rest of you Yes, but he could try and convince them to leave. Yes. Also, how do the wolves feel about the other wolves? Uh oh. I, what does it say for charmed creature? I don't think that yeah. would have changed. I don't mm-hmm. think it okay. changes their behavior about the other one. It just they they could they would probably try to convince them that Elevore is their friend, but other than that, they, the rest of us are probably fair game. Okay. Or that also Elevore's the duration is of, oh, people is going to kill kill the crap out of them if they don't run away. The duration yeah. is twenty four hours. <laughs> I advise you to kill these wolves before 23 hours. Or befriend them. <laughs> yes. Or have them come along. Yeah, that's what I might do. Yeah, nothing like bringing a wolf yeah. with you. Though. Yeah, that, <laughs> the problem is really that 25th hour <laughs> yeah. where you're sleeping quietly. Yeah. Oh, these are my wolves. They are not hostile to me. <laughs> <laughs> Man, you ever try and check a wolf and check baggage? It's um, so not uh, so I guess that's all I can do for this turn. Okay, that was a that standard. Was, yeah, one standard or, action. action. All right. Imra, there are wolves around you, though some of them look, they, they seem to be looking at Elevore with kind of dreamy eyes. <laughs> <laughs> there are hearts in their eyes. Which is confusing because they also still have like yours and Elevore's blood, blood in their, in their mouths. Mouth. Yeah. You know. It's, it's a special it's relationship. It's creepy. I don't like it. Okay, so I'm going to target Wolf 7. Mm-hmm. And I get two attacks per action. So attack number one. But you have another wolf right next to you. Yeah, you do. No, have no, 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 no. You can't attack that one or else it will be uncharmed. Wolf 7? No, no, you're right. The one by Yeah. I want to think... attack the one by Broldish. Yeah, I think no, Bro- not the one who is a friend. But Wolf okay. 8 is right next to you and is but, not your friend, so... Yes, I'm but saying... I do better on ranged attacks. Right, but you'll oh. have disadvantage, won't you? Or is it only there's if you're targeting the thing next to you? Rules, yeah, if, there's, if, there's, if there's an enemy within five feet of you uh, casting or doing anything at range, uh, I think it's at disadvantage because yeah. they're up close. There's a wolf trying to maul you, Imra. I still want to attack Wolf 7. All right. Okay. Yeah. I get a plus nine to my roll for ranged versus plus five for nearby. Yeah, but okay. with disadvantage, does that? I don't, I don't know. Why? Why do I get disadvantage? Because there's a wolf right next to you that's trying to. Oh, you. got it. I still want to attack. The dis- right. Yeah. Otherwise, you're attacking a non-hostile wolf, which seems unspoiled. Yeah, there's that too. Um. So that's a sixteen. 
Uh, wow, with disadvantage. That's pretty yeah. good. That'll hit a wolf. You want to roll the second one and then give me two damages? Sure. Um, well, that was... Um, that's 17. Yeah. Nice. Wow. Okay. So I, I basically imagine you as like, there is a wolf kind of like chewing on your arm and you're like, stop it as you are firing arrows <laughs> at another wolf. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh, oh. That's 15. Wait. Yeah. 15 points of damage. All right. That wolf is displeased by that situation, especially because it's like, I'm mauling Broldish. Leave me alone. <laughs> This is my wolf voice. It just sounds like me. <laughs> um, Imra, do you want to do anything else? Um, no, Androdite's okay. Okay. So, um, I, I want to keep an eye on um, what's her face on the horse? Irina. Irina yeah, Kalyana. Irina. Yeah. Your, your, your charge. Yeah, so as I turn, I want to make sure that I'm keeping her in my line of sight just so I'm aware of what's happening. All right. Um, that brings us to Broldish. Right. Well, I have a wolf right up in my face. Indeed. So I An pull out wolf. my sacred battle axe and shout, inhale his name, as I roll a one. Uh, but oh, uh, no. <laughs> where is your god now? <laughs> <laughs> Not in Barovia, apparently. All right. <laughs> Hela, why hast thou forsaken me? <laughs> Then I roll a four, oh, which no. comes to I'm guessing eleven probably doesn't hit a uh, a direwolf. Dire it does now, not. I'm not. I'm not entirely sure how Pony Cindelarent, um works in terms of taking a turn. I know that uh, we act as a unit when, like, when I'm mounted and if we're fighting. Uh, it's well, it says I, uh, we have an instinctive bond that allows us to fight as a seamless unit. That's not necessarily when mounted. So could I tell? Pony Cindelarnt to disengage and just back up five feet. Sure, I'll right. we'll say that happens. I don't know. I don't. I don't know if that is compatible with the rules, but we're going to do that now and look up animal rules later. Just, just so there's not a wolf. I, like, you know, right Irina. I will say, yeah. I mean, maybe. Also, probably, maybe you don't want to be on a pony when a wolf is here. Uh, Irina does have a sword and is ready to fight. Um, so, I don't know if she's trained in like mounted combat. I might be. I think probably not. I think there were not a lot of ponies. If she in, wants to um, vault off off pony and jump into the fray, um, that's totally her call. But I want pony back farther. All right. So speaking of arena, it is her turn in the initiative order. Who will con command arena for this fight? One of the players can do it. Speak now, or speak later. Oh, fine. Uh, yeah, sure. I'll do it if nobody else. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Dan. I suspect uh, so. Arena will. Uh, you know, I think she'll kind of follow the lead of the party, but I think she is ready to jump off a wolf. Uh, not a wolf. Jump off a pony. <laughs> jump on a wolf! <laughs> a wolf. Onto a wolf, yeah. Jump off a pony and stab a wolf with a sword, right? Yeah. I mean, who's not ready for that kind of thing? That's what I want to know. Certainly, you know, certainly she Irina is. grew up in Little Barovia. She knows how life is. She knows that you do not show wolves any quarter. Cool. All right. So she has so I'm going to suggest rapier? that she engages with wolf one. Yeah. Yep. So she has a rapier. I will. Oh, dear. Every once in a while, you hit a high corner and actually accidentally put your entire screen to sleep. Which, sorry, live stream. <laughs> <laughs> That's sure to be uh, super fun for everybody. We are uh, a well-oiled machine here at good. Total Party. We're Incorporated. good. Uh, all right. Certainly, a GIF of this won't show up on the internet later. Thanks, Erica. She got an eight. <laughs> uh, well, an eight will not hit a uh, a direwolf. Sorry, Arena. Bummer. All right. 
Uh, let us move back to the top of the order. It's Lena Delina. Uh, so There's smoldering remains of one wolf lie at your feet. A fresh wolf has arrived to chew at you. Indeed. Um, and wolf one, okay to stab? Mm-hmm. I, I mean, it, I, I don't know. I think so. Mm-hmm. You have oh, yes. Yes. Okay. So, you don't have a secret bond with wolf one from your backstory? No. No. Um, all right. So that is going to be enough to hit 17 on the die. Mm-hmm. So then damage that is um, 12 damage. So sneak attack on that one and then I'll attack on my with my offhand for uh, that is. 15, which I think is also enough. Yep. And an additional six damage. All right. You are dishing out damage left and right to these wolves, though you are still surrounded by four wolves. Um, Yeah. Lena, you all set? Yes. Crucible, you're next. You're behind Lena. Uh, You have your choice of wolf targets around you. I have an important question, Tony. Yeah. Let's mm-hmm. say I look west. Do you yeah. want to give me a perception check? In the <laughs> I'll give you a Are perception we check. about that, chunky boy? Uh, 11. Looks like forest to your west. Okay. So what are you going to do? What am I going to do? Well, I'm going to move that screen by accent. Um, and I have a lot, a lot of problems tonight. Um, I am going to slide around to Lena's side there and try to plant my still-flaming Yikawa in that wolf's... Ricola. Should I say spear? Is spear better? Yikording. Um, go <laughs> uh, All right, that is a 14. I believe that the armor class of a dire wolf with its natural wolf armor is 14. Oh, good. So that hits. Oh, that hits. Uh, all right, so it will take... Uh, 11, let's see, 13 damage total. Is it on fire? It is on fire, uh, and I will have to make a save at the beginning. That will, I mean, even if it was not on fire, it would look very sad and unfortunate, but it's also sad, unfortunate, and on fire. Yes. (laughs) It's the third one that gets you. (laughs) Every time. All right. Uh, speaking of wolves on fire, it is the wolf's turn. That this wolf, wolf is on fire. The wolf will attempt a constitution <laughs> save. A wolf, she's on Do fire. not be on fire. Uh, Dan, I rolled a 15 constitution for oh, wolf. Oh, bummer. Wolf number one. Uh, so. Is, is wolf number one no longer on fire? It does not take any fire damage. It's no longer on fire. And more to the point, uh, my, my Yikola is no longer on fire either. Oh, <laughs> I don't... <laughs> Your Yikolo is attached like kinetically to the wolf. Or uh, no, the... it made the save in this. The it, it conquered, okay. I guess the the whatever I channeled into that okay. uh, spell. So alas, it's no longer. All right. Well, Wolf One is now faced with the situation of: Do you maul the person that stabbed you multiple times, or do you maul the person that set you on fire once? Um, I'm just gonna roll a die. The classic dilemma. Yeah, <laughs> lady or the tiger. 
This is what we call a prisoner's dilemma. Odds, fire, evens, Lena. Evens, Lena, it is. The wolf attacks you, Lena. No! Uh, it rolled a 15. Okay, that's my AC. You will take 10 piercing wolf Ow. damage. Yikes. Um, you know what? I forgot to do this before. Uh, give me a quick uh, DC 13 strength saving throw. What? Okay. Um, my strength is negative one, so I don't... Is it going to try and drag me into the woods? <laughs> Look, a lot of things could happen. <laughs> I don't like that. Um, that is going to be a 14. All right, you, you're fine for now. Uh, Broldish, wolves coming at you. Uh, 24 is going to hit you for 10 uh -huh. piercing damage. So now we go over to the charmed wolves. Wolf 3 looks at you, Elevore, and... Uh, Gives me a kiss. Yeah, it gives you kind of a sloppy dog kiss and then goes around you and chews on Broldish. Oh, no. But surely that wasn't a bonus action. Um, yeah, that was. Oh, uh, darn it. Broldish, I got a 10. That doesn't sound very intimidating. No. And Wolf 8 attacks Imra. Okay. 20. Jeez. Oh, come ten, on. 10 piercing damage. Okay. All right. Elevore, it is your turn. Two of the wolves are friendly toward you. you yeah. Two non-friendly wolves. I don't know what you want to do. So I want to try to get my wolf friends to leave this place. All right. Um, what would you like me to do to make that happen? I think that's probably a persuasion check. Uh, I think I will do oh, that. That's, that's great. Contested by their charisma, which is not great. Um, and I don't know. Do you think that's just straight up, or do you think do you, uh, I welcome input from our other uh, past and former dungeon masters? Would Elevore have advantage on that because he's charmed, or do you think that's already baked into that? Oh, wait, I think he does have yeah. advantage on any social interaction. It right? sounds like yeah, this is a social interaction. Yep. So yeah, you're trying to persuade the wolves. <laughs> are you trying to persuade advice. them? What are, what are you trying to persuade them of specifically? I'm trying to persuade the two wolves that I have charmed that uh, this this fight is not going to end well for them and that I care about them. And so I want them to just go and okay. be, be so, free, be alive. So the, uh, if you had to sum that up in one message, it would be flee it would be, or go away. It would be danger, go away. Yes, but you'll give them a convincing wolf-based argument. Uh, Indeed. All right, so I am going to roll one charisma uh, check for the wolves. You okay. are going to give me a persuasion uh, check with advantage. Yes. All right, you ready? Proficient in persuasion. Why do you say that like you don't believe it? <laughs> I don't know because it seems weird to be proficient it's, in persuasion. It's mainly it's like you literally have not persuaded yourself that you're. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, I'm rolling it now. Me too. <laughs> Do you want to say your number first or you want to hear my number first? Uh, I will state my number first. Right. I got 19. Okay. That's, I feel like you got, you gave yourself a pretty healthy mar margin there. I rolled a three on the die. And <laughs> wolves have negative two charisma. <laughs> All right. Uh, wolf eight and I can't read this number anymore. Wolf three, three. Uh, look like they are hesitating. And I mean, they can't take their turn, but you know, it looks like they have kind of the fight is out of their eyes visually. 
right. That's good. I'm just going to point out uh, out of character that uh, if you want Brolish to not make an opportunity attack as a wolf runs away, uh, you should tell her not to do that. Oh, Elevore would know that. And I'll yeah. say, uh, it, you know, that was probably probably a free action to persuade the wolf. So you could still go and punch Wolf Seven if you were so inclined, Elevore. Uh, yeah, it I might think... it might really sell your argument. <laughs> yeah, uh, so Elevore will say aloud, "Don't worry, I got Wolf Eight and Wolf Three. Wait, no, they wouldn't know which ones those <laughs> are." Did I mention that all the wolves are wearing little does, little name tags? Does your friend always number animals? Uh, Why so doesn't I, he number them sequentially? <laughs> right, who knows? I point at the two wolves and say, "Don't worry, I got those." And then I walk over to Wolf Seven. Mm-hmm. I guess there is that. Yeah, yeah. Still? And yeah, then. Yeah. I'll Reach around to the wolf you've befriended. I'll just like, give, give him a hearty hug and then stab his friend in front of him. <laughs> this is why you should leave. Uh, that's a 17 to hit. Yeah. Okay. 1d6 plus 2. Uh, five, 7. 7 slashing damage. All right. Well, 7 does not look great. Imra, you're up next. All right, I'm going for Wolf Seven again. Um, disadvantage. Uh, you know what? I'm going to say you don't have disadvantage. Wolf Eight I has. Uh, yeah, Wolf Eight is not as interested in eating you. Okay, so uh, that's a twenty-eight. <laughs> That'll do it. Um, so I want to do one attack and see if it goes down, and then target another one if yeah. it does. Okay, okay. so that's uh, ten. Uh, it is still up. It looks, you know, like you've riddled it with several arrows. Okay. <laughs> Which is to say, um, not great. Wolves prefer zero arrows. <laughs> uh, that's a 20 versus AC and 12 damage. As the wolf goes down, Aww. the other wolves Everybody. are like, you know, the other wolves have learned an important lesson about I just kind of give the other wolves the advice. eyes like, see, see, you better get out of here. All right. Uh, Broldish or Inra, do you want to move around at all? Are you happy where you are? Uh, I'm okay where I am. Broldish, the wolf in front of you has gone down in a, a hail of arrows. Uh, there are three wolves around you, but only one of them looks particularly threatening. Okay. State uh, that wolf is also in trouble like, because it was set on fire. I, I probably wouldn't notice whether a wolf is looking threatening or not. So I would probably be apt to attack wolf number three, unless Elevor says, go I did. get that one. And points. He, he did yeah, say, I said, I said don't worry. Them. I got those, yes. those oh, wolves right. already. Yeah. All right. It's a question whether you trust him or not. Yeah. The thing is like, that <laughs> oh, means I have to totally walk trust away. me. I know, but saying that you've got them and saying that it's not going to attack you if you go away from it are two different is this one oh, of those things true. where like communicating with a paladin is like programming in a computer <laughs> that's true because i said don't worry i got those they don't have a mental bond like she has with Tony. but Tony like Sinwar. we can as a but we can as a free action i think i would see broldish like like sort of struggling sort of like yep. oh gosh what do i do broldish if you hit that wolf it's not going to run away i i already i've got to convince uh, it needs to just okay. go so please don't hit that one all right all right, as long as I've got another wolf, I can still hit. Yes. I like, I, Micah, I appreciate how you have uh, very logical arguments, but I feel like both in combat and in interaction with the Broldish, you would be better off just saying, that wolf over there. <laughs> <laughs> that one. <laughs> True. <laughs> you know. And, like, and yeah. if she comes over and hits this one, she can impress Lena. Yeah. <laughs> that's also true. Yeah, that's true. I like making friends in battle. It's very important to me. <laughs> All right. So, uh, yeah. So, uh, Broldish... 
once again, inhale his name. This time I say it louder. Inhale his name. This time with feeling. And crit. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Pierces the veil. Hey, la. Yeah. All right. Sue. <laughs> Preemptive. I, I, I mean, I'm just assuming you're going to murder this wolf, but you're going to do the math to convince me. <laughs> Twelve. Yes. You have murdered a wolf. Three wolves lie bleeding on the road through the Swalich Wood as the other two scamper away from you, uh, heading off into the uh, the underbrush. Uh, I'm assuming you don't wish to pursue said wolves. Nope. As it would require I... leaving the road. Elevore told me not to. <laughs> uh, does anyone want to give me like a perception check as you see the wolves disappear into the woods? I'd love to perceive mm. whatever's okay. going on there. Anybody the first is... thing I want to do is cast Cure Wounds on myself. All right, you're that doing that. Lena, you can look around. Crucible, you've already perceived, so. 21 to perception. Uh, well, Imra, it, you have, you're well attuned to the woods. I hear it's your favorite terrain. Mm -hmm. um, and love you the see, stuff. you can like, you get like a full like heads up display of the wolves darting through the, through the woods. There's like a star wipe and you see- Star uh, wipe. <laughs> you see a very large dark wolf perched on a rock. Not even large, not by wolf standards, large by dire wolf standards. And it actually kind of like stares back at you through the trees with glowing red eyes and turns and kind of saunters away. Probably All nothing. Right. Let's play yeah. some more Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to tell everybody um, about that. I don't know if there's something Elevore can do. Most unusual. Yeah, I don't know what I would do about that. Is anybody you, else in any need of healing? I would be happy to oblige. Yes. I could use some healing. Do I know any legends <laughs> of big wolves with glowing red eyes that sit on rocks and like stare at people? Uh, give me like a, I don't know, what you call that? It's like very a specific. A history. history. History of creepy giant wolves. Ah, yes. Uh, history of the red wolf. That was my favorite class in middle school. It's very specific. Uh, okay. How many of you? How many of you needed healing? By the way, Imra needs healing. That is a fifteen. Just Imra. Uh, yeah, you've heard the legends of a of a wolf that commands other wolves, and when I say wolf, I mean dire wolf. Uh, some say it is a it, it is an emissary of the devil himself. Uh, it's uh, I... considered a sign of bad luck. Just in case that was unclear. Yeah, uh, I communicate this. Um, probably using the exact phrase, an emissary of the devil himself. <laughs> uh, cool, cool, cool. So we want to be careful that about that whole thing. Ominous. These are not wholesome woods. <laughs> uh, Imra, I can give you eight hit points. I will take it. Thank you. I have healed myself up to within about... 10 of my max, but I feel like maybe that's not enough. But I can I can heal myself. I have two more spells. What is your max? 54. Okay. My I'm max at... is 33, and I am at 23 out of those 33. So mm -hmm. I could use a little top up. Uh, I mean, are we if we I've if got we, some slots too. This probably isn't a safe place to just take a rest and use. I don't days. think so. We also don't want to burn time. Not with the emissary of the devil nearby. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay, I'm I'm gonna just a, just a legend. No I'm one. gonna Oh I'm gonna cure wounds over here too. I will cast cure wounds on Lena. Thank you. And so you have survived your encounter. Four with hit points, sorry. Thank three you. Three or more wolves. 
Three levels. Exact amount. It said exact. It did uh, say exact amount. But didn't specify what they number. are. Could be gerbils, no. could be direwolves. Yep. No way to know. But, but the size. But they could have been large gerbils. Large, di- they're That's called dire true. gerbils. Dire Those gerbils. Are just as, yeah, dire gerbils are just as dangerous as They'd be super creepy. Uh, I think dire gerbils are just basically capybaras, and they're you know. I okay, love those capybaras. are super cute. Yeah, they're well, Sorry. but the Barovian ones are like surly. <laughs> oh, surly yeah. capybaras. Yeah, hey. I mean they're still. They're I'm st- walking here. They're still. <laughs> they're still harmless. They just have a bad attitude. <laughs> so another thing that's not available in Barovia are kind capybaras. Mm. Mm. Uh, yeah, but I mean capybara. That's I mean. It's a little specific. I'm not adding that to the list. (laughs) I have to, we have to establish what level of specificity is allowed on the list. I mean, everyone in in Barovia is kind of uh, in bad moods. It's possible that were the devil himself confronted and defeated, uh, kind capybaras would come to the land. And then you would turn, turn the hearts in capybaras everywhere. I have a new goal. I'm just going to say, I... I'm not prepared to have a lot of capybaras in this adventure, but well, I guess I may have to do some research before next session. Please. <laughs> Did you know? No, I won't talk about their fo- their their feces. Are you thinking of wombats? That's wombats, yeah. Capybaras do it too. What? Oh, I thought wombats. I swear to God. Oh, okay. No. They're right. not even that related to one. Okay, anyway. <laughs> Moving right along. <laughs> Welcome to Total Party Kill. Who has yes. me looking up capybara poop on the internet? You do. <laughs> you have you doing that. This is you, Micah. No one else. You started this. You're finishing it. Oh, You're also in the article. Big... 10 animals whose poop comes with perks. Anyway, go ahead. That citation needed. Um... <laughs> All right, so how are we doing on healing? Um, I'm, I'm going to lay hands on myself to... to... I've got a couple I'm more at 28 slots. out of 38. Uh, all right. Uh, why don't you take uh, Cure Wounds? Okay. Uh, I'll take you back to the map of Barovia. Thank 11 Barovia. hit points. Max hit points for you, buddy. Wowie, cowie. Thank you. You're welcome. I have one more at first level and another one at seven, second level. I might want to save that one just for emergencies. Yeah, I'm trying not to use up all my spell slots considering yeah. the road. Brother but... uses her spell slots like immediately every day. So I feel like this is in character. Usually it's in battle, but because when I first memorized spells, it was back when we were just going to be traveling along a regular old path. It was not in Barovia. So I don't have any, like, I don't have any uh, offensive spells uh, so much. So I guess I'm just using them all for healing. Mm. All regular old paths in Barovia are terrible. <laughs> uh, so, Lena, do you still need healing? Uh, I I think that she's probably fine for right now. Thank you, though. Got one more one more first level uh, cure wounds I could cast if somebody else needs it. All right. And I've got more. I've got. I can actually heal everybody at once at some point if we get into dire straits Ooh, so. la, la. Yeah. we, we <laughs> can save that one in case we need to get somebody up for unconscious i've got no some healing reason. words as well so yeah, i've got some i got a few of those all right so yeah i have a thing too after some healing, we all packed healing it was smart. we yeah. learned we learned yeah <laughs> so after some healing you head back on the road continuing uh on the uh the path through the woods outside of little barovia and uh, it's probably been, you know, a couple hours travel, maybe an hour and a half, uh, and you reach a crossroads. Uh, there is, uh, a, you know, a crossroads is where the road intersects here. Uh, Thanks. Of note. <laughs> <laughs> crossroads, you say. 
Not oh, perplexing. God. Not unfair, but unkind, Erica. <laughs> uh, there's an old wooden gallows here that creaks in the wind. How do you like that? That make you happy? That's what you want to hear? I love it. Afraid, Tell me more. Afraid length of rope dances from its beam, swaying in the wind. Uh, the well-worn road splits here because it's a crossroads. There's a signpost. Um, it points in three directions. Back the way you came. Barovia, parentheses, village. Um, the Ser, T-S-E-R, pool to the north. And Ravenloft slash Velaki to the west. The uh, You notice that the path kind of to the north kind of seems to kind of slope down into the woods. While the, uh, the one heading west kind of seems to kind of go over some rolling hills and kind of uh, generally up in elevation. Lena, do you have any idea which direction we should be going in? Um, DM, do I have any idea <laughs> which direction we should be going in? You For know Milwaukee, that isn't it? The, uh, the, the Vistani encampment is off of the main road. Uh, they camp on the edge of the Ser pool. Okay. So, um, so north so... would be the way you'd think to go. Uh, we should head north if we the still want to talk to the Vistani. Uh, if that is what you want to still want to do. Is that what yeah. you still want to do? It yeah. Is. It's definitely what we want to do. All right. And so you head north through the woods down. Uh, the, the path uh, goes from being kind of a road to being more like kind of just uh, a narrow path that is a little bit harder to follow. But thankfully, you have a ranger with and you cannot uh, get lost. Uh, and so you arrive at the edge of the Fasani encampment, which I will describe now. Um, the road gradually di disappears. It's replaced by this twisted, muddy path. And you reach the edge of the Ser pool. There's like kind of a nice canopy of mist and branches. And you see a bunch of colorful tents and uh, hooped wagons on uh, big, big wagons on wooden wheels. And there's, uh, you hear the sound of music. There's a campfire. And you see people kind of hanging out around it. Uh, and a bunch of horses drinking peacefully by the wa by the water, and this is where our adventure will end for this session. Mm. Oh. <laughs> uh, will the Vistani be welcoming to you, strangers who show up? Will you meet the mysterious Madame Eva that the priest told you about? And if so, how will she help you? For answers to questions such as these, tune in next time to Total Party Kill, or if you're listening right now, we'll be back in five minutes. Uh, are we good to take a break? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I think Jane, All right. Jane, I think your video uh, froze. Yeah, yep. my entire laptop is doing some work. So some soul searching. Yeah, it's doing some soul searching. So I'm gonna leave the Zoom. Um, I think that Audacity right. is still going, and just let it relax right, a little we'll bit. Put up our break. I think we'll be right back. Be right back.
Yeah. Right, I can't put it on. I have rat, I have more rat thoughts, but I'm saving them. <laughs> oh, we're live now with that. All right. I have more rat thoughts, but I'm saving them. System. Yeah, that can't it can't be an episode title because the episode hasn't started yet. Yeah, yeah. can't. Uh, sorry, listeners, we're just dealing with some technical challenges. We're Everything is great. Some rat technical thoughts. opportunities. Uh, we were just discussing that uh, Alberta is rat free. Mm-hmm. We have a team um, of people. That mm-hmm. like patrol the borders to make sure that rats do not get into Alberta. It is a real thing. A team of murderers that patrols the border to. Do they make call sure them rat patrol? Alberta. Maybe I can't remember what the official name is. It's is that, probably is that a not TMBG rat Tony? patrol. Yes, it is. Okay. <laughs> I think it's a reference to call something else. Rat patrol. I, yes, thank you, Dan. For that was very funny well, work. They might be um, giants. Uh, yeah. yeah. I would like to imagine that they're Rat Patrol, but they've made it like an acronym that they back backs off to be, you know, Rodent Assembly Team. <laughs> why, are, why are we assembling rodents? This is so, this is so bad. <laughs> um, rodent Assessment Threat Patrol. <laughs> That's better. That's better. All right. Jane, how are we doing on technology? I only have so many more rap thoughts I can put in here. <laughs> um. We're doing good on technology, but I I think you're really onto something with the rat thoughts. <laughs> Let's follow po- this thread. It should be a podcast, Rat Thoughts with Tony. Jane, how many podcasts can one Tony? Rat Thoughts with Professor Rat. A lot. I'd mm. listen to a lot of Tony podcasts. At the risk of derailing ourselves technologically again, Jane, can you tap your mic for me? Sweet. Just double checking. Better. Uh, sorry. So, Jane, yeah, that I'm was actually a legit question. Should I start now or am we doing stuff? <laughs> Are we doing more rats? Oh, stuff? yeah, we can we can start. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Except that I have to tell you, it's not the rat patrol. It's just called the rat control program. Mm. Oh, that's boring. It's so close to rat patrol. Rat control. Come on, rat control program. But yeah. when you when you start searching, like rat patrol is one of the things that <laughs> All right, there's no time for that. <laughs> Welcome back to Tony Party Kill. I'm Total Sindelar. I'm not saying that again. You heard me. Erica can fix that in editing. Welcome oh back uh, to. <laughs> nope, it's happening, Micah. Deal with it. Um, welcome back to our next uh, episode. Something. Oh, God, I'm losing it, people. Hello, Total well- Sindelar. <laughs> Welcome back to Total Party Kill. I'm your Dungeon Master, Tony Sindelar. Allow me to quickly introduce our characters in tonight's exciting episode. Uh, first off, it's Erica Ensign. Hello, I am playing Brildish, a dwarven paladin uh, with her trusty steed, Pony Sindelarnt. Also here, Aline Sims. Hello, just call me Imra and my amazing Mastiff, Androdite. My favorite druid, Micah Sargent. Oh, it's the half-elf druid, Elevor. My favorite TV show. My favorite Dan, Dan Warren. <laughs> uh, Warforged cleric cast in Onatar's Crucible who doesn't have a fun, a fun annual animal companion. Mm, not yet. And last but not least, it's Jane Ritt. Playing Lena Dulina, the human rogue who doesn't have any companions. Not yet. <laughs> hey, what do we, uh, chop well, I mean... Yeah, you can yes. think about all yes, of you. Uh, there's a like a robot guy who's been following you around for like six weeks. Um, so hmm. uh, he's hello. all right. I think that's me. Yes. Previously on Total Party Kill, you are trapped in Barovia. You have befriended the son and daughter of the ex burgermeister of Barovia, Little Burger. Little Burger. Little Barovia. <laughs> Little Burger. <laughs> Everything burger. is burger. going according to plan. You have left the town of Barovia, Little Barovia in search of the mysterious Madame Eva, who it has been told may be able to tell you 
about uh, your future and perhaps offer you some wisdom in dealing with the devil. You fought some wolves last time and you survived amazingly. You left uh, the main road and have journeyed here to the edge of Serapool uh, to uh, interact with some Bastani. Mm-hmm. So I, mean, I believe last time I described the Vistani encampment for you, uh, but there's a bunch of colorful tents and wagons kind of parked in kind of in a circlish uh, fashion around a big campfire. There's some uh, Vistani who are a little bit different from your normal Barovian. They tend to be a little bit more colorful. They appear to be uh, playing some music and eating a meal uh, around uh, a roaring campfire in the middle of this encampment. There's a bunch of horses drinking by the, the nice uh, pool fed by the river on the edge of the encampment. Yeah. Crucible looks delighted. Hipsters. <laughs> <laughs> I say to Lena, Lena, have you been here before? Do you know these people? Um, all, all of us know of them, um, although I don't interact with them especially often. Uh, Irina will volunteer. Uh, I have, I've never been here. Uh, this is as far as I've ever been from my home. Um, I do not know much about the Vistani. My, the people in Barovia, little Barovia, but probably also big Barovia, they say unkind things about them, but I don't know. The people of Barovia can be very judgmental, both big and little Barovia. Elevor walks up and says, um, Father Glor said that uh, there would be somebody here who could help us named Madam Eva. And I think that it might be helpful given your relationship with the father um, if maybe you introduced our group and told them that the father sent us to look for Madam Eva. Uh, you're saying this to Arena? Yes. Uh, she seems, uh, I, I suppose, uh, uh, okay. You're and totally Ir game. <laughs> Irina uh, kind of, you know, wanders over uh, to, to, the, uh, the, to, to the edge of the, the Stani campsite and they seem either oblivious or uninterested in the fact that you have shown up on the edge of their campsite. And she goes up. Uh, there's there's a, a, a man on the edge of the campsite who is, uh, he seems to be cooking, preparing food that other Does people are eating. Does he have a eating. beard, little beard? Yeah. <laughs> little beard. Hat. <laughs> Hat of some variety. <laughs> yeah, it's and it's kind of like not quite at the right <laughs> angle. Um, yeah, he's got, he's got some strange kind of ocular devices on his face. Um you know, and some, yeah. And he's complaining about his coffee. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. He's cold brewing. Um, <laughs> and, um, oh, no, that's, com fire. that's kombucha. That's actually kombucha. All right, guys. I don't know enough about hipsters to do this. <laughs> <laughs> what Suspenders? do you know about vinyl? Suspenders, plaid. Um, what's? The... Oh, they've got, they're going strictly acoustic. It's a richer sound than vinyl. Um, <laughs> Clove cigarettes. <laughs> yeah. And he points, uh, he points arena to uh, a larger tent on the kind of far side of the uh, the campsite that I am pinging on your map right now uh, and says, uh, yeah, you've been expected. What? Ooh, that's unsettling. Can someone do a record scratch or is does that not work in acoustic? <laughs> all, all, all of the Sunny suddenly stop playing. <laughs> and then I start again. <laughs> cool, cool, cool. Thanks. Thank you for that. Good effect, good effect, yep. Uh, so wow, I guess I would say neat. to Arena, like, thanks for, uh, taking the lead on that one. Let's, let's head over to this, uh, this, I think, let's head over to this tent and talk to Madame Eva. Might as well. Uh, Crucible will say hello to every single person you pet. Hello. 
Hello, nice to meet you. They all oh ignore God. him, presumably. They won't do it quite no, as much as Crucible. Uh, you okay. get it. Yeah, but, uh, Crucible gets a variety of nods and high fives and fist bumps as he makes his way Sweet. through the Vistani crowd. I got they a see... fist bump, I think. I think that is what they call it. It was very refreshing. They seem, Interesting you know, word for it. kind of uh, kind of excited to see visitors. So, Aw, they're nice. They're, they're playing their music. They're having a grand old time, eating a nice lunch uh, at the, the campsite. And you'll make your way over to Madame Eva's tent. Why is when Lena, are they going to turn on us? Why is I Lena tell Pony to go get a drink. People. So Pony heads off to the river. Uh, Jane, do you want us to move your token for you? Um, <laughs> no, I'm good. I'm just okay. teleporting. Cool. Uh, I have some music for the Vistani play. I don't know if you can all hear that. I can. Yes. I love it. Oh, I don't. That's what I was I'm trying to figure out when I was not moving my token. <laughs> Why is that sound? Am I, am I hallucinating? <laughs> <laughs> You're just really into this. As a, as a dungeon master, that is exactly the effect I'm going for. <laughs> yeah. A, where is it coming from? And B, is it copyright free? Yeah. It is. There is a library <laughs> of music within Roll20. Um, so... Uh, let us, you enter Madame Eva's tent. Uh, there's a Vistani, uh, who's kind of parked by the door and he, uh, waves you in. Oh my God. Let's do it. (laughs) Allow me to just, uh, find the stuff that I need to find. Oh my God. I can't find anything today. It's great. Just enjoy this quality, uh, Vistani music, uh, as I find Madame Eva. Dulcet sounds of open source rights free mm. music. So, uh, flames cast kind of a reddish glow over the interior of this tent. Uh, you can see kind of a low table covered in black velvet cloths. Uh, glints of light seem to flash from various kind of glass objects kind of scattered around the chamber on little t- tables and, and shelves. Um, and there's an, an elderly uh, woman kind of hunched over in front of the table. There are five, six chairs waiting for you in front of the uh, uh, in front of the low table and it looks like kind of a, a dish of water perhaps for a dog oh let okay. me um, I've got a picture of Madame Eva that I will share with you sorry I feel like I'm moving slower in roll 20 than usual that's what editing is for hi live stream (laughs) oh oh no no it's great so like a horror story flashlight yeah it's never flattering (laughs) yeah yeah that's like when you accidentally turn on your like front facing camera yes (laughs) (laughs) that's what happened i don't know night mode looks Um, great so yeah so uh (laughs) you who you assume to be madam eva kind of waves you in and says, please, please come in. I've been expecting you. Wow. Uh, How did you know we were coming? Uh, I know things. The cards cards foretold it. You see that she's shuffling uh, a deck of cards in her hands. Yes, Father, um, our friend Father, the Father, uh, told us that uh, you you knew things about others that you didn't necessarily know things about yourself in terms of the future, but you had the gift of sight for others. And uh, that is why we are here to see you. But <laughs> I assume you already know that. <laughs> well, parts of it. As, as you said, I can see where others are going, but I do not necessarily know my own future. But 
please. Uh, it is a good man you speak of. Perhaps, though, you should not use his name around here. Understood. People here not like him? Um, you will find that people in Barovia can be not the most trusting. Yeah, yeah, everybody's grumpy, I know. I find it not so dissimilar from other places I have been in my travels. Sad as a nature of people, but to be expected. Well, I think Does I already know the answer. Does understand that word puzzle that he just said, or just me? I think I know why you're here, but perhaps just to remind each other, why are you here? Uh, you want well, to go home. Yeah, exactly. You so so um, as I told everyone uh, during my stroll with Mother, um, <laughs> we discussed that you uh, could potentially help us with uh, you know what's going on here in Barovia, Big Barovia, and maybe knew about how we might be able to leave Barovia, Big Barovia, and also that you knew a little bit about. Uh, the devil incarnate Strahd. And also... She, she spits on the ground. Please. Oh, and I, I join her. <laughs> <laughs> I think you have just spit on her floor. Please do not uh, use that name here among my people. It is an ill omen. Understood. We've also lost three companions as we've traveled and would really like to know what's going on. Why do people keep disappearing? And are they okay? It is unclear why people find their way to Barovia. I don't think anyone chooses to come here. Definitely some say, not. <laughs> no. Some say they are brought here by the devil himself. Some, perhaps they are answering for crimes they've committed in this life or previous ones, but uh, so far no one has ever left. He left. <laughs> yeah. Are you sure? Yeah. yeah I'm pretty sure. Hmm. We did. Uh, we don't tell me, tell know me how more. That either. Uh, okay. Well, first we ended up here in this spooky, foggy place, and then we went into this house that was terrible. Yes, yes. Property values are an issue. Almost died because it was so bad. Mm -hmm. And uh, and then when, well, I wasn't actually conscious when uh, when we left. Huh. Huh. Uh, but Imra was. I point to Imra. So Imra, you 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 were here in Barovia, mm -hmm. Big Barovia, Big Bar. Well, Little Barovia. Ah, uh, yes, yeah, Little Barovia, and you left. Yes, and you came back. We were transported by mists. I don't know what else to call it. We woke up, or we went to bed. We woke up, and there was a mist around us. And by the Are you way, sure you really left? Is it possible that you had a dream, and then you told your friend Broldish about the dream? No, no. That's, that is not what happened. Are you sure? Yes. Was there a bard in it? A lot of people tell me about dreams when they had a bard. <laughs> oh, dear. My dreams would not have a bard. I do I not got dream this. I, But there was out. a bard, wasn't there? <laughs> there was a bard. I, I pull out the second axe, the magical axe of Durgeddon, and I say, no, yeah. I'm, I'm certain that we, we were gone and, and back in our homeland because the, uh, the, mm. the wonderful... Smith Durgeddon created this axe and we found it when we were searching through his uh, his ancient forge. I still have it. I wouldn't have gotten it if it was from a dream. Well, most unusual. But it seems Barovia is not done with you. I guess. Oh, I see. So Barovia just really likes us. Yes, it seems you have uh, you've caught the devil's eye. 
Oh, so the devil really likes us. <laughs> How lucky that I was able to find all of you then. Otherwise, I would have been by myself. Do you think it would be possible to convince him to send us home? You could try. She doesn't this... look like she believes it. Yeah, Lena looks at you like... Nope. No. Okay. No. I am. Uh, I am prepared to do a reading for you um, that might guide you uh, toward your confrontation with the devil, if you are so interested. I don't want to sure. be guided toward a confrontation yeah, with the now, devil. Like, I knew. Why we're confronting? When did that happen? The confrontation with the devil is inevitable if you wish to leave. So does everybody eventually confront the devil? It's sort of like well, nobody else has left aside and... from you. Or or, of, his, or his minions, yes. Oh, they, so they we come could for just everyone sort of eventually. opt out of the big guy, just go after one of the minions. Well, when you say opt out, are you you speaking about suicide? <laughs> no, no, not exactly. So much, so much player death in Barovia. <laughs> yeah. So what you're saying is the only way that you think that we can get out of this place is if we fight the big baddie Bado himself. If there was an easy way to get out of Barovia, no one would be here. That's fair. That's fair and true. I would still be interested in examining okay, all the well, various architectural yeah. ruins and one person cultures. would be here. Yeah, don't mind him. Hit, hit them. It's it's a yeah. It's it's anyway. So then, yeah, Father said that you are Father said that you'd be able to help us um, out. You said now you're going to help. Are you just giving, giving us a map to know where we need to go to fight? I, I simply read what the cards tell me. Do okay. the cards have a map? I Maybe don't the cards know yet. Have a map. I think the cards might have a map. I In a manner of most. speaking, perhaps. Interesting. So you've but, seen the future. Who goes first? Uh, but you must choose. She arranges five cards in kind of a cross in front of you uh, and says, each of these cards will tell you something differently. Uh, the first card will tell you about your enemy and how you can learn more about him. Oh my God, we're literally building our enemy. Wait, so who's who's at the table? Who's doing the drawing? All five of you are there. There are five, there are five uh, chairs. There's a sixth chair for Arena, but you know, she's an NPC. So. <laughs> <laughs> she doesn't get it. And uh, Madame, Madame Eva is there. She's laid out the cards. She's shuffling the rest of the deck uh, as, as you chat amongst yourselves. I would be most well, interested would... to see this reading. It sounds like Me it too. could be potentially helpful. Mm-hmm. She, uh, she uh, taps on the first card, uh, indicating uh, which one it is and waiting for you to, uh, for one of you to flip the card over. Now, wait, what happens if we just opt out here? I'm not this, opting out. This isn't like, I you can't unsubscribe from a mailing Lena list. Lena flips the card. <laughs> <laughs> cool, I guess we're not doing that. <laughs> Friends, I am simply providing you with, with information that may help you. Uh, your fate is already written. It's just simply a question of what you want to know about it. Everything that we can, I should think. All right. Uh, Lena has flipped over a card. Lena, you have flipped over uh, the priest or the master of glyphs cards. And uh, Madam Eva studies it. She says, this card tells of history. Knowledge of the ancient will help you better understand your enemy. There is a place that you will seek 
in the castle. Amid the ruins of a place of supplication, you will find more information. She sets the card aside. Dungeon Master note, I will copy and paste these into a document for you. Oh, Kevin. Oh, I've been typing them. I'm like <laughs> frantically taking notes. Place of supplication. <laughs> yeah. yep. Ruins of castle. <laughs> Uh, I will I will post them into the Roll20 chat, and then I will also give you them Thank later you. as a thing. So you could just just listen. Listen with your ears. Thank you, um, Dan. And our so, hearts. And your yes. hearts. And you should now, if I did that correctly, be able to see one of the five cards on your screen. Yep. Yes. Yep. Yeah. Actually see that? Yep. All Looks right. Like a priest. Yes. It is a priest. The Master of Glyphs is one of the tarot cards she has flipped open. Um, so that was card one. Second card, tell us. Lena, you get a sense that probably you're not supposed to flip any more cards. Um, she, uh, she, she points to the top of the cross. Um, the second card. Uh, this is an object that will be helpful to you. This tells of a powerful object for good and protection. A holy symbol of great hope. Something very rare in these lands in this time. I look over at Crucible. Uh, I... I believe that Onatar has guided me for this very moment. And Crucible reaches over and flips over the second card. All right. She flips over a card. It is the Merchant, which is the Four of Coins. She spends a little bit of time looking at it, interpreting it. And she tells you, Crucible, seek a cask that once contained the finest wine of which not a drop remains. And there you will find an important object. As important as wine? <laughs> More important. As important as wine. Three cards remain. Third card, tell us. The third card is a card of power and strength. It tells of a weapon of vengeance. A sword <gasps> Of sunlight. Oh, this sounds like Brildish is kind of cool. Well, I I don't have any any interest in in this particular sword, but I am a fan of weapons, so I'm gonna and of vengeance. I'm sworn <laughs> to vengeance. How do you feel Swords about sunlight? Are my favorite weapon. <laughs> uh, that's also uh, true. Sure, sunlight's great. Lena, uh, I miss it. I miss it quite a lot being here. Uh, but I will reach over and uh, and flip the the weapony card. All right, it is the conjurer. Madam Eva spends a little bit of time looking at it. Ah, yes, the nine of stars. I see a, a dead village drowned by a river, ruled by one who has brought great evil into the world. There you will find the weapon you seek. Ruled by a mermaid. Maybe. Bad mermaid. <laughs> I ask Lena, does that sound like any place you know? Um, it sounds like every place I know. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that, that is what she says. <laughs> is, is it? No, Wait. no, she just stares into the middle distance, distracted by terrible memories. All right. Uh, two cards remain. Uh, Madam Eva points to the uh, the fourth card at the bottom of the cross and says... This card speaks to one who will aid you in your quest. An enemy of the devil. 
seek them out and protect them from the devil's wrath and you may gain an advantage in the fight to come. I look at Elevore. You want to take this one or should I? Crossed. Mm. All right. I'll flip it. Um, so he flips over a card. It's the tempter. I hear a wedding bell or perhaps a death knell. It calls thee to a mountainside abbey wherein you will find a woman who is more than the sum of her parts. One card remains at the center of the cross. Everybody looks at Elevore. <laughs> well, at first I say, well, what, what will the fifth card tell us? The fifth card, the final card, this is where you will find the devil. This is where he waits for you. Now, see, what do you mean waits for us? So he knows we're here. He knows everything. So, Mike, why is he after? Why, why? There's all these other people that are here. You've got all your little friends outside. I don't understand why he wants us. What's why? What's so special about us? I, I think cannot, we're pretty special. I cannot I, yeah, speak to his to motivation, but there is something about new people in the land that seems to draw his attention, that seems to provoke his hunger. We slayed many wolves, and you yourself told some of them to leave, and they did. You have skills and abilities far beyond most of the townspeople um, in big or little Barovia. And I think Surely... you are pretty swell. <sighs> um, Let me tell you that Castle Ravenloft, far up upon the hill, it is a labyrinth of the damned haunted by many vile beings. You could spend weeks or months wandering through its many halls. If you were to, to seek the devil, this would tell you where to find him within the castle. Sounds uh, pretty valuable. Aline, can you check your texts? <laughs> mm, mm-hmm. <laughs> this is good podcasting. I, do, I don't know what's going on. Hmm. <laughs> do do they have some sort of telepathic bond? <laughs> what's going on? No, I, okay, so I guess I could say this out loud. Elevore yeah. leans over and is whispering in Imra's ear. And Imra looks at Elevore and says, "Are you've got to be kidding me. <laughs> I just look at you and I cross my arms again. <laughs> I don't even think that's possible, dude. Okay, well, then I lean over to Bruldish. <laughs> Wait, Erica, I don't think I can text you. Do you have Slack open? <laughs> All right. Ma Madame what Eva is happening? Eyes. Uh, this is so most peculiar. I lean over to Bruldish and I start whispering. Okay, here it comes. <laughs> Hello, bootleg. <laughs> <laughs> uh, You're ponies... just tuning into Rat Thoughts here with Tony Sindelar, <laughs> Ratmaster right. Extraordinaire. <laughs> and we're back. Uh, so Pony Sindelar pokes, uh, Sindelarnt, <laughs> pokes, his, uh, pokes his nose into the tent <laughs> and comes over and tries to like snuffle at the card in the middle of the table. Does it flip? <laughs> sure. 
I feel like whenever Pony Cindelarn is present, I have no control over the story. <laughs> <laughs> he want he wanted Androidite too, but I don't know how Androidite would be able to do that. Like I feel like Pony Pony is tall enough, and you know could that's true. Yeah, yeah. Pony lips, uh, like... Pony Cindelarn uh, moves up to the table and just kind of gives a heavy breath, Ooh, and I the card just flips over. Um, <laughs> And Pony Cindelarn looks down at the card and nods, and then leaves. The <laughs> I give I give uh, Pony a little tap on the way out, a little pat on the way out. Um, Madame Eva oh. seems completely unfazed by this. Um, <laughs> you I, 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 she Lina, knew that was going to happen. Lena seems pretty phased by it. Yeah. <laughs> Crucible uh, says that is a well-trained pony. <laughs> oh, he's Madame so Eva studies uh, the card. Uh, it is a card that she says this is the innocent. The dwe- devil, the devil, the <laughs> well, devil. What I saw. The devil dwells. I am trying to evoke a very specific gothic aesthetic. In, in castle, wave and waft. <laughs> I'm hunting devils. <laughs> the devil dwells. See how that's hard to say. Devil dwells. That's yes, hard to yep, say, yep, right? Yep. Right. Yep. Okay. The devil dwells with the one whose blood sealed his doom a brother of light snuffed out too soon oh that one rhymed i bet it's because of the pony mm-hmm. and uh madame eva kind of swoops the cards away and adds them back to the deck and begins shuffling again thank you very much do you have any personal advice on where we should go next or what we should what we should possibly do you seem very wise Make sure someone knows how you would like to be buried. Oh my god. Underground? Noted. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> what of our companions? What of our lost companions? I cannot tell you. They may be stuck somewhere between here and wherever you came from. It's possible they are completely fine. It's possible they are stuck in eternal torment until you free them. Yikes. So by fighting the devil, we might be able to free our companions. And yourselves. Oh, right, because we're still sort of here. You are stuck here. So how come you haven't left? This is my home. These are my people. Now, see, this weird thing happened where I sort of like closed my eyes and then this sheet with a photo of you popped up. And it also included a little bit of information about you. And part of it said that these are not your people, but you were sort of like part of this group. So I don't know if that's necessarily true. Meta gaming. (laughs) Yes. I'm just looking for clarification here. That's all. I just want to understand why no one has 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 succeeded in taking on uh this devil incarnate before i think she is because suggesting they all killed. die <laughs> yeah I'm, because I none have been mistakes. successful i want to learn from their mistakes how many people have come to you madam ava and then gone Over on the to years? try to fight yeah hundreds perhaps low thousands so why do you keep giving them their fortunes if you know that ultimately they're going to die why I did you should... give us ours today polite it's my, it's my way Okay. Helps pass the time. Oh. You have to find the little joys here in Barovia. In big Barovia. (laughs) There's no joy in little Barovia. (laughs) Little joys in big Barovia. (laughs) So there's no further edge you can give us to sort of stop this cycle of essentially 
sending us off to our death and doom and destruction. She has I told have us where to find a powerful weapon. But it's she never has... worked before. Perhaps no yeah, one else has ever us. found the weapon. She, tur- she turns to Elavor and says, I really believe in you. <laughs> How many times have you said that? A rare, like about a, you know, average count. Let's say 17. Okay, cool, cool. Well, that's a, that makes me feel better out of the thousands that you've sent to their death. I did not send them to their death. Their death is, I merely read your fate. I do not create it. You kind of encouraged it, but okay. Uh, I read the book. I do not write it, my friend. Right. Well, I I have another question then. So if if you have lived in Barovia your entire life, big Barovia, and this is Mm. is where you're from, uh, are you familiar with any legends of any towns that have been drowned by a river that might be underwater? You know, did you have one of those things where, like, you know, they they need an extra aquifer, so they make a dam, and they just say, "Oh, sorry, there's a town there. It's going to be under a lake now. Deal with it." Well, that happens. I do not travel much, but why don't you uh, roll a persuasion check? Um, yeah, great. Roldish. Yeah, Roldish. Well, my persuasions. Yeah, not great. Not great. <laughs> not great. Oh, but I rolled a nineteen, so that becomes a twenty-one. Um. Well, hmm. Usually, I prefer to let my for, my fortune speak for themselves. But I you are new here, very well. and it you told seem me what you to seem ask. you seem promising. I will tell you, in our time, there are three villages in Barovia. There is Little Barovia, Velaki, and Kresk. Legends tell of a fourth village, one that ran afoul of the devil, and that he drowned with a river it is in the uh the center of the valley you may need to search for it there it is said to be a cursed place relative to the other parts of barovia which are also <laughs> real bad has the devil always been here as long as anyone can remember have you ever met the devil madam ava i would prefer not to talk about him in specifics it makes me feel ill at ease It certainly seems as though we have our work cut out for us. There are many avenues that we could pursue in order to better equip ourselves for this seemingly inevitable confrontation. I will tell you, the Vistani are not what the people of Barovi will tell you uh, about them. And you are safe here for for today under my protection. Um, But other Vistani you meet in the world, some of them may be friend and some of them may be foe. Um, many of my people hold the devil in high regard and he demands certain services of them. I, I do not know of a drowned village, but um, there is a uh, abandoned or perhaps still active, I'm not exactly sure, uh, abbey up in the mountains. Um, I have never been there, but I know the way. And... Um, there is also, well, I know of one winery. Might not be the one that we're looking for, but perhaps it may be. Uh, yes, I think I too have heard stories in my brief travels. Someplace near Kresk, was it? Yes, yeah. That seems... Which, you, which you, the two of you both know is far to the western side of Barovia. Yes, it it is a long and arduous journey 
no doubt dangerous as well. Probably are, like at least six or seven wolves between you and there. <laughs> are are we closer to central Barovia right now? Southern like you are on the very edge of eastern Barovia, big Barovia. Yeah. Do you want me to take you back to the world map? Yeah. Yes, please. That would be helpful, All right. yeah. I'm going to say uh, Madam Eva uh, bids you well, and you are, you know, continuing your conversation off in a little huddle outside her tent. How's that? Yeah, are we, wait, before we go, can I ask her if we're stay, safe to stay the night here? I think she specified that, yes. Okay. So, yes. So you don't have well, to Well, safe to stay to... daytime here is one thing. Safe to stay the night somewhere in Barovia is... You've got 24 hours. Okay. Oh, golly. <laughs> oh, Here's pass. my hall pass. Yeah. 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 Uh, so, uh, just to specify, uh, and, and Lena Dulina would probably know uh, this quite well, uh, uh, Crucible might know it a little bit, you are basically right now in the southeast corner of um, the land of Barovia, Big Barovia, which is kind of a valley between these immense mountains, but it is, uh, in addition to being kind of surrounded by mountains, it's also basically impossible to leave the valley due to the mists. Yep. Uh, and anyone who attempts to just finds themselves wandering back in the opposite direction out of the mist. So the village of Barovia is on the eastern edge of uh, the land of Barovia. Uh, Valaki is basically in the center. Um, and uh, Kresk is far to the west. The old Svalich Road kind of runs east to west uh, a little bit. To, and it, it also kind of... Um, cuts down to the, it kind of goes from going east-west to north-south on this side of the valley. You also, uh, I think you know that the uh, the Castle of the Devil, which uh, Madam Eva has referred to as Castle Ravenloft, um, I'll even, I'll reveal that on the map. You have seen it kind of overlooking uh, Barovia. So can you I see just, that all? I have a black square. I've reloaded a couple of times. Oh, you may need to scroll anything. to the bottom right corner of this giant map. Yep. I... <laughs> also, Tony, do you mind there's a little what is, oh, haha, sorry. Oh, there it is. <laughs> you got it, Aline? Um, Thank you. Well, it appeared for a second, and then... Oh, there's nothing. Yeah, it is hmm. way down to the bottom right. Yeah, I'm zoomed all the way out. I don't know what it's... So, Tony, as yes. have I heard of a drowned village in my travels at all give me a this is going to be a pretty challenging history check give me a history check. okay um crucible could also try he is that's a crit fail okay <laughs> uh yeah tell me something that you think you know um i <laughs> am pretty sure that um it is god i don't know I feel like I don't know the setting well enough to know something mm -hmm. that I would think about it. Uh, yeah, there. Uh, you know the story of uh, the town of, of Bartok. Uh, it was uh, conquered by a werewolves and uh, the rains fell and drowned it. Yes, I have so, heard this. Totally a plausible story <laughs> that you have told many other people. Yeah. Crucible's uh, Crucible's background is actually archaeologist, so <laughs> so you love drowned cities, is what you're saying. He studies ruins and stuff, like as part of mm -hmm. his in service to his god, and especially ancient artifacts. But he possibly he's collected about... something while he's been traveling. Um, 
how do you feel about cursed ruins? <laughs> I love it. I, the more ruined, the better. Um, give me a history check with advantage, Crucible. Okay. That is a 20. Uh, you have not been there, but you have heard mention of, of the town of Barez. Um, you are not sure how to get there. You, you have heard mm -hmm. reference that it is somewhere in central, kind of the center of the valley, uh, but the old Svalich road does not go there. Does I re this I road, this. I, I, uh, Crucible and Lena, does this road follow the river? Because if this drowned city was drowned by a river, maybe this is the river that drowned it, and if we follow the river, we'll find the drowned city. The road does not follow the river. It crosses the river to heading north. It is also, no, but it does unwise. run the entirety of the yeah. valley. From what I have heard, it is also unwise to leave the road. We may have to eventually if we are to find our way to these places, but for the moment, it might be wise to stay on the more traveled paths. Yes, certainly, as we gather more information, we should not head out unless we are absolutely certain and prepared i think perhaps our best course of action would be to stay the night in the vistani encampment and then set out early in the morning for one of the several mentioned locations it seems as though there are a plethora of options i just really want to get that sword i feel like lena would do a great job wielding it lena like gives a tiny smile like, just a little bit of a smile. Wow. <laughs> Although I probably didn't notice it, but still. Yeah. <laughs> I probably didn't either, but I meant it just the same. Yeah, she, she's mad at you that you wouldn't flip the card and you made a horse do it. <laughs> <laughs> you you lost some face with Lena, I, I think. Tony Sindelar, your dungeon master, is also mad. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing we can do about that. What, but what can you do? Yeah, I think that we have the most clues pointing us to Kresk, which is yeah. um, where Kresk. the Kresk, where the um, there is Anne Abbey, there is Anne Abbey and a winery. And yes, that would probably... be two of our several goals, which seems like a good combination. But mm -hmm. it is I also mean, the farthest. Well, perhaps that we it could stop possibly in, be. We could stop in Valaki and see what there is to see there. Lena, do you have any? People. Lena, do you have any feelings about Velaki? Um, every time anyone says Velaki, she kind of just her face goes more blank than usual. The blankest. <laughs> the blankest. blankest. Okay. None Small shutters. None more blank. Mm. All right. Uh, so uh, it is getting to be uh, mid afternoon. Uh, you know, time flies when you're having your your uh, fortunes read, uh, mm -hmm. and the Vistani are still having a grand old time in their uh, their little encampment here. Um, you know that the path leads um, west from the Vistani encampment, which is kind of a, a path back to the main road. I'm just going to reveal more of the map for you because why not? Mm -hmm. um, so you could you could head out, but it's probably safer at this point. You know that it's far enough to Velaki that uh, you might be best off waiting until um, the uh, the next morning and heading out. At yeah, first let's week. do that. Is there I anything? I would like to stay and enjoy the music. And okay. Maybe Take learn a little bit about uh, about uh, Barovian cooking, like mm -hmm. on campfires and stuff, because we might be, you know, we might be stuck outside at some point. All right. The Vistani um, seem to kind of welcome you. Uh, it seems like 
you know, uh, guests of Madame Eva are well regarded and, you know, you get food. There's, uh, there's, there's plenty of singing and dancing, which for you to uh, be present for or participate in. Uh, and or then, not. You know, or not. <laughs> um, after, after dinner, it seems like it seems to be the, uh, the, the they kind of do some, uh, some storytelling. I don't know if you have any interest in that or not. Uh, absolutely. Yeah, if there are any, or, yes, but I also ask uh, around, you know, maybe during the dancing or, or whatever, mm -hmm. uh, if there are any orcs in this land. Uh, one of the Vistani says, what's an orc? I guess that's not, but then Breldish will go into a very great detail about how terrible and awful and bloody uh, orcs are and how ugly and stinky and dirty they are and describe them in great detail. The the Vistani, he's kind of a, 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 you know, a big burly guy. He's got lots of tattoos on his arms and he says, he nods. He's like, you know, they say Barovia is awful, but there are no orcs in Barovia. He's like, take your list. <laughs> Yes, <laughs> Alrighty, got it. All right, and as the uh, the the evening is kind of winding down, uh, the music is playing, and one of the kind of older uh, Barovians kind of it starts telling a, a strange story uh, over the uh, over the, the music. Uh, I don't know if any of you care to listen. Absolutely, uh, yeah. I, I want to listen. Yes, we want to All listen. Right. Story, I apologize, listeners. I apologize in advance if this is lame as hell. Here we go. So the uh, he's he's you know kind of swaying back and forth, and he's going to tell you this um, this uh, traditional Vistani rhyming story. Friends, gather round, and I will tell you a story I know. I remember it like it was yesterday, though it was a year ago. A wizard came to Barovia, a smiling man. He thought to unite the people, or so was his plan. A wise wizard, a seasoned sage, but he did not know Barovia, he did not know our ways. If he knew Barovia, he would know that you cannot fight the devil, for when you fight the devil, the devil always wins. But he gathered up the farmers and the peasants and the town folk, folks full of terror and fright, and he led them up the mountain to Castle Ravenloft to challenge the devil to a fight. The wizard, he thought he had powers like no other. And I thought to myself, if only this wizard had known my mother. My mother was a kind and wise woman. I remember her words she always told me. She told me that when you fight the devil, the devil always wins. And the wizard fought the devil's trod, but his plan was surely flawed. For the peasants had no brawn and they scattered as the fight raged on. The hills and valley shook with thunder, and the rocks fell as Barovia, little Barovia, was torn asunder. The wizard's magic was strong as he and the devil wrestled, and in the end, the wizard, he was nothing special. For the devil fell upon him and cast him down into the river Illus, where he would surely drown. And as I saw this hero fall a thousand feet down to the water, I thought, if only he had known my father. My father, he was a fool and a drunkard, but even he knew enough to always tell me these words, that when you fight the devil, the devil always wins. I went down to look for the wizard's body without delay, but the, the river Illus had swept the corpse away. And so when we, we remember, whenever the shadows close, we travelers, we Vistani, are who the devil chose. 
a blessing and a curse. But the Barovians, they surely have it worse. Our ancestors earn his favor, and so we serve his needs. And we never question the devil or his dark deeds. We do this to answer for our sins, and because we know that when you fight the devil, the devil always wins. There's a lot of Vistani cheering. It's perhaps unsettling. I cheer as well. <laughs> Crucible just takes it in. I like a good cheering. Honestly, Elevore is just still really kind of uh, bothered by it. Like, so one person's telling us we should, we're supposed to go off and fight the devil. And then now we're hearing from everybody that there's no point in fighting the devil because when you fight the devil, you always lose. I don't know um, that she's telling us to fight the devil so much as if we want to leave, it's the only way to do it. I mean, if you want to settle down and like raise a family and stuff here in Barovia. Split the party. Split the party. <laughs> Half of the adventure is just, it's just the, the new adventures of Elevore in town. Like settling. Trying yeah. to find an apartment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Trying to get some furniture. Yeah. Have you ever tried to get an apartment in Barovia oh, when man. you have no references? There's nothing good on Straw's list, let me tell you. <laughs> Look, I, I would build a house of vines and I would be fine, but that's beside Have you the seen the vines here? <laughs> yeah, the, the vines are bad. Just trust me, there's a whole chapter in the book on vines. They're Way bad. more than six seconds long. They take yeah. forever. Yes. <laughs> they're not funny. The I only thing know. is that there are no ants on them. Yes. That's the one I good thing. Become a direwolf and live with the direwolves. Mm. They do fun. seem to hang out and follow the emissary of the devil. So there's that. <laughs> so, I but want to look. avoid the devil. So <laughs> I will turn into a direwolf and kick it with his emissary. <laughs> there's, there's no bad bad yeah. ideas when we're brainstorming. Keep your, keep your except. Yeah, Close don't don't closer. Yeah. <laughs> and so as Elvor has pointed out, you have received some conflicting information about the nature of Barovia, big Barovia, about the devil Strahd himself, about the perils throughout this land, and perhaps even the dreaded castle Ravenloft that sits on the hill above Barovia, little Barovia. And so the question is, what will our adventurers do? Will they turn back? Will they settle? Will they leave the life of heroism for quiet lives soon to be murdered in little Barovia? <laughs> or will they seek a higher calling? Will they answer the, the call of adventure and seek to confront the devil himself? For answers to questions such as these, Tune in next time to Total Party Kill. The end. I'm hitting the long rest button in <laughs> in, yes. in D and D Beyond. Please yeah. do live stream. Thank you for sticking with us. We appreciate it. Tell your friends. Uh, we hope you find this amusing. You, if you don't, um, I guess don't tell me. Uh, if you have any why, thoughts or feedback, you yeah, you can you can find us on the member Slack or you can tweet at me. Uh, I look forward to hearing from you. Um, yeah, Dan, I think we can take the stream down. Goodbye, live stream. Thanks for tuning Bye. in. Thank you. Goodbye. Bye. Yeah, I figured this would here. be a little bit shorter since the other one I think was a little bit long. So it all kind of works out, right? Yeah. Indeed. Yeah.